This is Ben again, your host of Lost Souls. Tonight, we are going to be going over the story of Frederick Valentich. This is one of those UFO events that have basically gone down in history through researchers, hobbyists, skeptics. But since I am just truly beginning to add UFO research to my repertoire... It was nice to really sit down and go through this case in particular. Before we jump into Fred Valentich's story, I just wanted to talk about a site I came across in my recent UFO research that I think you all would love. I am not sponsored by them. I was not asked to do this by anyone. It's more just some for your information for anyone else doing some research. The site is called UFO Stalker. You can search UFO sightings all over the world and search specific dates and times. Most include pictures or video of the events, and it is an incredible tool. You can even watch as the, they're reported live, and after they've gone through the system, they automatically pop up on the world map, and you can go check them out instantly. I think it's pretty awesome, but... Let's dive into tonight's events and learn about Fred Valentich. Alright, so we're going to need to go back in time. Not as far as you'd think, though. At this time, Frederick Valentich was only 20 years old. The date is October 21st, 1978. Now leaving Melbourne at 1819 hours... Valentich was headed to King Island, roughly 125 miles away, on a standard flight. Today it would take about 50 minutes to get there, just under an hour. According to my calculations, Valentich in a single-engine Cessna 182, flying roughly 100 to 120 miles an hour, would have made his destination in just over one hour. I'm unable to find any accurate weather report for that day. According to reports, at 19.06 hours, 
roughly 47 minutes into his flight, radio traffic is noted from Fred, asking Melbourne Flight Traffic Control if they were aware of any traffic or other flights planned in the same direction of travel. Now, Fred was surprised to hear that there was no other planned flights or training that day or in his area. Fred spoke back and forth with air traffic control for roughly six minutes, describing exactly what he was seeing. Fred had a difficult time describing the craft, as it was cigar-shaped. It seemed to be moving, but hovering directly above him, and it had a metallic shine to it, almost like a reflecting polished metal or steel. The craft also had four lights, and one appeared to be red. I'm guessing the others were a soft white or a yellow. just describes them as a light. This event took place over the Bass Strait, the direct path over the islands leading to Kings Island. Now, Fred received continued information from the air traffic control, stating that he was supposed to be the only thing in the sky Take the time right now to imagine that this is you. You are Fred. You have just seen this thing, this craft, and you have felt its presence and can see the sides of its wings, if you will. How do you feel? What's going through your mind? Do you try to lose it? Do you take evasive maneuvers? Or... Do you just stay on course? From the information I have been able to gather, Fred maintained his course and maintained his traffic with Melbourne Air Traffic Control. The reports I have been able to find state that the circular cigar-shaped craft seemed to track Fred, hovering directly over him, but also flying the same speed and direction as him. Fred could not understand how it could appear to hover, but fly at the same time. Now this continued, and then the craft left. It just, it disappeared. And the craft came back in different angles and directions, but was flying at such a high rate of speed while doing so, it was just as difficult to try and describe, just as it was when it was hovering above him. Now, near the end of this radio exchange, the craft was again hovering over Fred. And this is when we get our last known radio traffic, from Fred to the Melbourne Air Traffic Control. That strange aircraft is hovering over the top of me again. And it's not an aircraft. Followed by a very loud metallic noise and continued static. This was the last traffic received. No one has seen Fred since. The aircraft was never found. The mystery still stands. So here we are. It's 2020. It's been quite a while. Where is Fred? What hovered above him? The big question for me is why Fred was 
what if it was someone else? Would this have happened to them? Did Fred have something unique? Was he marked by a previous abduction in the past? We may never know. But along with this website that I was talking about earlier, I was also able to find some pretty cool stats. So in 2019, and these are the stats through um, from April to April, uh, there was 2,052 worldwide reports. Um, cases closed, or unknown, were 372. Cases closed for information only were 225. Unknowns may go on for further study. Information only cases are the treasure trove of witness testimony in generally older reports. In 2018, there were 7,606 worldwide reports. And in 2017, there was 7,651. In 16, 7,359. And these numbers are massive, massive, massive numbers. And they show up all across the board. But there's got to be something out there, guys. There's got to be something. I just wish that we could have access to the proper tools at an affordable cost, of course, to be able to help continue in this research. It's something I would truly enjoy. If anyone out there is listening and would like to offer me any tips or any places I can go to further my research, I would greatly appreciate it. Just remember that we all appreciate and love all of you here on Lost Souls and on the Vibes Broadcast Network. But thank you all for tuning in. This has been Lost Souls. This has been your host, Ben Stevenson. I'm also the lead investigator of Central Utah Paranormal, a free service that we offer here in Utah. Now have a good night, everyone. And remember, there's no normal like the paranormal. Until next time. Lost Souls. Souls. Thank you for being here with us tonight. We can't wait to have you again at our next episode. Until then, remember that this has been Ben Stevenson, lead investigator and podcast host of Lost Souls and Central Utah Paranormal. Thank you again for joining us tonight. And remember, there's no normal like the paranormal.